to the Quarantine Players Podcast. We are a group of writers, directors, and actors who had our productions canceled due to the pandemic. Each week, we'll read a new play and discuss it with a playwright, just like Shakespeare. We aspire to create new work during a global pandemic. Welcome to the Quarantine Players. Tonight we're reading 30 Deep by Jordan Morelli. I'm AJ Campbell and I'm your producer. Say hello, Jordan. Hello, everybody. And where are you from? I am from Austin, Texas. And thank you so much for attending. Wonderful. Um, why don't we start with Montgomery? Um, my name is Gary Payne. I'm reading the wonderful role of Montgomery and I'm happy to be here tonight. And where are you located? In, I live in Fort Worth, Texas. Awesome. Uh, Tori? Evening, folks. I'm Tori Clay, and I'll be reading the part of Whiskey. And uh, Judy? Hi, I'm Judy Lewis, and I'll be playing the part of Janice, and I'm located in Arlington, Virginia. Miss Cookie? Uh, hi, I'm Barry Alguire, and I'm reading Cookie, who play, who is Montgomery's wife, and uh, I am from Arlington, Texas. And tonight's stage direction will be read by uh, Shane Gardner, uh, reading the stage directions, and I am also located in Arlington, Virginia. Um, I am myself. I'm located just out of Washington, D.C., and I'm very happy you're with us. Um, let's begin. 30 Deep by Jordan Morelli. Lights up. Guns and stuff taxidermy. It is the last day of business and the shop is mostly boxed up. There's a gun counter with the register, a small table nearby, and a staircase leading up to an office. A few mounted animals of various kinds litter the shop's walls while the gun counter is empty, save a few pistols inside and rifles racked up behind. A mounted white-tailed deer hangs prominently, a once proud beast. A shotgun is mounted on the wall directly above the counter with the mount reading, the gavel. Montgomery is behind the counter. He is working on a mounted beaver. A toilet is flushed and whiskey enters dipping his pants. You bust that crapper again? It was one time. Ain't natural what you do in there. Natural as anything else. Whiskey goes to the counter and brings up a bottle of his namesake. He uncaps it and takes a long swig. Want some? Nah. Mm. What the hell are you still doing that for? Get your dick beaters off my beaver. I ain't heard nothing. Ain't done on it yet. Are you grabbing it like a, liable to set off the glue? The hell's the matter? Nobody gonna be here come tomorrow. Can't leave a job all half-assed like. Yeah, you've been working on this one a while. Well, beavers is tough. Tails a bitch. 
take the right kind of uh, finesse. Hell's out, mean skill. Oh well, if anyone's got it, it's you. Best taxidermist in Loving County. So you keep reminding me. Uh, who's been for anyway? That that die natural causes. Whiskey reaches up for the gavel. Hey, don't you be touching that now. What? Just picking up. Well, there are plenty of other things around here to pack. You, you best leave that gun of mine alone. Um, what you gonna do after? I'm only thinking about this here beaver. Yeah. You ain't going to leave town, are you? Keep packing. Whiskey moves to some boxes and begins placing various items inside. Cookie enters from downstairs. She approaches Montgomery, who stops with the beaver and looks up at her. Hey, sugar pop. Got the office all packed up. Only the computer's left. You got one of them? Uh, Cookie does. I don't bother with them. You should start. Makes things easier. I ain't got nothing too hard going on. What's the computer going to help me with? Pass the time. Got card games. Uh, most expensive deck of cards I ever bought. Come on. You liked it when you seen all them cards move around the screen all fancy after I won? <laughs> Don't need a computer to do that. Hell, I can flip out my bicycle pack just as easy. Don't do that. <laughs> I got enough clean up around here as is. Internet then. What? Lots of neat things on the internet. I'm fine not knowing them. Yeah, I tried that internet. Yep. Yep. Did them uh, one of them dating places? Websites. Yeah. Met this old gal in prison. <laughs> Says she needed a man to take care of her when she got out. Went and visited her a few times. No, you didn't. Ain't lying. Gave her money. What for? I said she needed taken care of, didn't I? How else are you going to take care of someone all locked up and like that? Must have been some special lady. She was. What was she like? I only saw her sitting down. I had some tig old bitties, I'll tell you that. <laughs> ah, oops. Sorry, Cookie. Um, but didn't work out. Oh, with a charming description like that, it's hard to imagine why. Well, she got in this little fight with guard or something, put on death row the next day. Dust in the wind, man. And you wonder why I never hired you. Because I is overly qualified. Overly stupid. Throwing money at some gal saw you coming a mile away. Love makes you do crazy things. Crazy makes you do crazy things. 
Uh, you'll find a reason to like computers. Everyone's got to these days. I'm just fine with what I got. Think I'm going to head into town, pick us up something to eat. That'd be fine. What you want? <laughs> Surprise me. Whiskey? Mm, where are you going? Ain't decided just yet. Buford Burgers? Closed. Mr. Buford's mother died, so he packed up and moved to Colorado. Mm, catch fly grill? Closed. That raccoon incident in the kitchen? Delange Cafe? Open, but I ain't setting foot in that place. Miss Delaney's a right old bitch. How's Midway Pharmacy? Ooh, they still got them their uh, beef sandwiches? I reckon so. Well, give me one of them. Beef chopped up all nice and fine like snuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and some cake. Cake? What I said, cake. <laughs> you don't need no cake. I like cake. I think cake is a great idea. I got a nice old big one. Maybe some candles. Ain't no one's birthday in here. Don't need to be a birthday to have candles. I'll be back. Cookie kisses Montgomery on the cheek and heads for the door. She exits. Montgomery moves away from the counter, revealing his confinement to a wheelchair. He moves to where Cookie left and watches. You ain't gonna be watching her every time she leaves. She's gonna be fine. We got a safe town. I know that. She seems okay. Why wouldn't she be? Shop closing and all. Every day is just another with that one. So y'all talked about it? She good with it? What's there not to be good with? Well, it been her life just as much as being yours. Figured big old changes like that worth talking about. Checking in and all that. She's fine. The phone rings. Montgomery lets it go a bit before moving to it and answers. Guns and stuff, you bag it, we tag it. Uh-huh. Well, it's our last, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay then, bring it on by. I'll see what I can do. He hangs up. Who's that? Some lady that got something she needs worked on. Mm. You ain't done with the beaver. I know that. Well, how are you going to start something your last day? Well, I don't know what it is yet. It could be a, a bird or something. And if it ain't? We'll have to see. It was something about her that it seemed all, all rushed-like. But now she has the patience for much more than a bird. Or fish. Or that. Yeah. Hell, them's real easy. Mostly plastic anyway. No shit! You ain't seen my molds in the back there? Back room's all boxed up. 
Well, they were there, all right. Um, you met them yet? Who? Them gonna be taking the place over. Once, uh, seemed nice enough. Uh, Harold or Herman or some such. <laughs> you know how I am with names. Uh, spot his ass out in a crowd, but won't be able to greet him proper. And uh, what's she all about? Opening a smoothie place. A what? A smoothie place. What he explained it to me is like a, a juice thing. Uh, you understand? Uh, but but cold. Oh, juice cold, ain't it? Well, frozen with with stuff in it. What stuff? I don't know. Stuff like for energy, I think. Oh, and for losing weight. Sounds like gay. <laughs> Is he gay? What's it matter? Is he gay or not? Oh, he go find out something. He, you know, he has to fill that old grave and find out a gay was walking around here. <laughs> he ain't gonna find out nothing. He's dead. Well, he wasn't mean son of a bitch. I sure as hell wouldn't want that old dead old bastard haunting me on account of the guy tampering with legacy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Legacies are overrated. Uh, what business is it of anybody, uh, breathing or stiff, what folk want to do? Fair enough. Harrison. Well, that was it. Harrison. Harrison? Say. Me and Cookie's anniversary is coming up. What you gonna do? I'm gonna give her this. Montgomery moves to whiskey and pulls out a small picture from his pocket. It's old. He hands it to him. You still got this? <laughs> well, you holding it, ain't you? Been carrying that around since now. I remember always be bugging us about her, saying how pretty she was. <laughs> Wasn't lying. Nah, you weren't. <laughs> that picture's what kept me alive. Uh, and you. Whiskey hands the picture back to Montgomery, who puts it back into his pocket. You don't know he still got it? I stole it before we shipped out. <laughs> Never told her. Didn't know why till now. Reminds me of me and Shirley, my prison bride. Bride? I want to done told you about. But gotta have a ring to be a bride. <laughs> prison different than real life. Three visits makes you hitched. <laughs> no, we don't. How would you know? Uh, all you know is Cookie. Oh, uh, what makes me is one of them widows, don't he? Uh, widower. What? It called widower when, when it's the feller still alive. Widower. Ain't that some shit? 
Whiskey the widower. Whiskey the nothing. I bet all of my money and all of your crazy on her still being alive. The hustling some other fool done fiddled around with that internet shit. Uh, you want some? Nah. Janice enters, carrying a briefcase. Montgomery and Whiskey turn to her. Is this guns and stuff? You bag it, we tag it. You that lady from the phone? We spoke earlier, yes. Is this a bad time? Well, same a time as any. Okay, then. You got a job needs doing? I do, yes. Well, what are we working with? I have a special project for you that I will be paying rather well for. I'm afraid it's crucial this be completed with the utmost taste. Talk's funny. Shut up. Is this the help? No help at all. Just whiskey. Whiskey? What to call me? <laughs> what kind, Lish? Don't pay no mind to him. I sure as hell don't. Noted. <laughs> you have been noted. So, what is it? Uh, a bird? Cat? Fish? Or that? No. Then what? Janice begins walking around the shop, glancing around at the various items. Before we continue, I would like to verify a few items first. Hmm? She wants to make sure of stuff. Hmm. What you need to make sure, lady? Mrs. Rostein. Janice Rostein. That's a Jew name. <laughs> She's Jew. You got a real life Jew in your store. Whiskey. I beg your pardon. What? Anti-Semitism is a serious offense, sir. Jew hating. Oh, no, no, I, I don't mean nothing by it, ma'am. Ain't, ain't no hate, just never met one of you types before. I'm whiskey. He outstretches his hand as if to shake. Janice doesn't accept. You are Mr. Gray, correct? Yes, sir. The Montgomery Gray? That I know of. Uh, could be more some other place. Best taxidermist in Loving County? Oh, yeah. Supposing so. And you'll do anything? Depends on what you call anything. Relocating? Closing. Last day. I would assume the best in the county would never have a last day. <laughs> well, you know what assuming does. I've heard that once or twice, yes. Times is changing. No one really needs my service no more. Well, people still hunt, don't they? Not like they used to. And all the good ones dead, or like Montgomery here. Disabled? Pacifist. So what's the animal? I'm assuming someone of your caliber doesn't acquire their stature without the special favor or two here and there. 
What kind of favor are you talking? Uh, hey, if this is a sex thing, I, I can leave. It isn't. Good. Because uh, he's married and Cookie is going to live or whoop your ass all up and down the street. <laughs> On account of you messing with her old man, I mean, not, not because you're being Jewish or nothing. Whiskey. Well, you know that's a fact. Remember when that one fella got all up testing here with you and she... Uh, no one can know I'm here, Mr. Gray. Okay. Why? You want the landlady? Not particularly. I just want this done in secret. So quick and quiet. That's correct. And the animal? I think it's best for me to disclose the amount of compensation before we commence. Tell you the amount I'm willing to pay. Oh, I understood that. I'm just waiting to hear how much. Sure. Janice looks around a bit, then moves to the counter. She sets the briefcase in front of Montgomery. Open it. Montgomery does. He stares down into the open briefcase. That's $30,000. Uh, how much? Uh, unless you got a whale in the back of your car, I, I can't think of a single thing cost this much to mount. Is that sufficient then? You got whale? Allow me to show you. Janice exit. I never seen this much cash before one time. This blood money. Whiskey. What state you got? Well, if it ain't well, I don't know. Janice re-enters. She's carrying the dead body of Jeremiah, her son. Shit, five save matches! That ain't a whale. Now, now, hold on now, lady. This is Rothstein. This, this ain't that kind of place. Dana sets the body near the counter. That's taxidermist in town, right? Well, maybe so, but, but not like that. Well, you, you, you need to leave and take this kid with you. Jeremiah. Jeremy. What? His name is Jeremy. I'm not leaving until he gets the proper treatment he deserves. He deserves a wash. <laughs> Smells something fierce. I can assure you he's been washed. How's that? That's when I took him. Took him? He ain't even your boy? You watch your hick mouth. He's my sweet Jeremy. Easy now. Sorry, ma'am. You were at the wrong place for that sort of thing. Them, them funeral homes are where you need to take him. Hevra Kadisha. Bless you. How's that? There are many laws and rituals that just my being here are violating. You understand. Jeremy needs to be with his family, with his mother. He's simply too young. Too young and 
and not ready. All due respect, ma'am. He looks about as ready as anything or anyone I've seen. Looks right dead to me. Dead on shit. Wasn't that what you do, Mr. Gray? Bring life to dead things? I don't do human. Well, he ain't no different than that ape he done up last month. What are you saying? Uh, six one. Of one what? Six of nothing. Two things get done around here. Selling guns and mountain game. This kind of work best be done someplace else. That kind of money be better someplace else as well? From the looks of things around here, you could use that that cash. You ladies making sense. You know, that kind of money make it easy for you to stay open. Well, that, that place done been sold to the smoothie guy. Well, then you buy it back. It's about more than money. Well, what's it about then? I mean, morally, it's kind of twisted, don't you think? Are, are you a Christian, Mr. Gray? The hell's that got to do with anything? You have viewings and such at your funerals, yes. It's no different than that, really. How long do you think this will take, Mr. Gray? I, I need to know if I should book a motel while I wait. No, 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 hold on now. now. I ain't even agreed to nothing yet. Well, perhaps you should speak to your wife. This cookie, is that what you said? She's out buying lunch. When she returns then, shall I wait? Is there even a place for me to wait? Well, we got a rank old shooting range out and back. Maybe got a few stools and whatnot, but everything else pretty much all packed up. Furniture all tied down the bed of my truck and I, I, I don't rather not do it all. And just, you, know, you know what I mean? I'll get a motel, thank you. Only one in town. Black Top Lagoon, about a mile or so south of town. Okay, then. They got a pool and everything. It's empty, but there's some nice trays and things out there. Oh, damn, the pool's empty? Ida couldn't keep it up. Ida? Uh, old gal runs the lagoon. Don't meet her. You book a room, she's nice enough. You just get her to look away from a crosswords, that is. Well, the, I did the cougar in her lobby. Not rated five stars, I take it? Shit. Any place let me hang my hat after a long day gets all the stars I want. Fair enough. Uh, whiskey did the drywall. Drywall? The drywall. Did the lobby and three of the rooms. It was bad fire there some years back. Shit, I bet you got a good right to mention my name. I'll be sure and do that. She reaches into her purse once more. She removes a business card and hands it to Montgomery who takes it. 
I'll return soon. Call me on my cell if you have any further questions. It's that last number there. I'll be needing that briefcase back. Montgomery lifts the briefcase slowly. Janice grabs it and begins to exit. Ain't you forgetting something else? Oh, yes. She turns back to Jeremiah's body, strokes his hair, and kisses his head. Don't disappoint us, Mr. Gray. You crazy lady. No, I'm not. I'm just a mother. Janice exits. What's that card? Janice Rothstein, DDS, pearly white bright dentistry. She a teeth person. Reckon so. Hmm. Ain't these people richer than hell? I'm sure if she's any good at it, she done all right well enough for herself. But but I don't know anything about teeth. Knew this fellow once messed with teeth. Your dentist? Shit, no. But he had nothing but money in his pockets and time on his hands. Your point? Point is, maybe all that cash ain't blood money after all. Never thought it was. Well, we'd drive all the way out here, that thing in a car. Stranger things, I reckon. Wonder how many bored rich folk are into the same kind of twisty shitty she is. Well, the, 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 I ain't got time for wondering things like that. Cookie's gonna shit you. She's that thing in here. She's seen worse. What's worse than a dead person just sitting there like that? A live one. Standing there like you would get back to the boxes. Montgomery moves back to the counter and continues working on the beaver. I ain't packing no more. I am retired. If you retired, you can get out then. Shop ain't big enough for two useless bodies. You gonna do it? What? Stuff that fella. It's Mount, and I don't know yet. Need some more thinking time on it. Besides, I still got this beaver. Ain't got a lot of time left for thinking about the beaver. Ain't gonna take too long for neither. Suddenly, Cookie enters through the door, carrying a large brown sack. She sees Jeremiah's body. She stares a bit at the body, then up at Montgomery and Whiskey. She glances back down at the body, then exits. Oh, yeah. Cookie re-enters and moves straight to Montgomery. Why is there a dead boy by the counter? His mama wants him mounted. This ain't that kind of place. What I told her. And where's she at? Uh, get in a motel room. 
hell for? So she's got a thing better to rest and wait on than Whiskey's busted old stools from the range. Should have took him to the funeral parlor. She don't mess with no funeral parlors. She was talking about some kind of... Now, now what'd she call it now, Whiskey? Chupacabra, some such? Yeah, some such. She's Jewish, see? And, and they got a whole different way of doing things, apparently. Well, you don't. Two things get done around here. I done told her that. That don't look like no game to me. Besides South America, or anyhow. What? Yeah, you remember Mr. Childress? Went over there to hunt some water buffalo. Oh, yeah. The, one of that big old thing treated. Yeah, he was carrying on the outside about how he got roped into this kind of human hunting thing. Shit was wild. No, he didn't. What he told me. And you Miss Childress ain't no bullshitter. I, I mean, he was right about them geese. I don't give a damn about Mr. Childress. You ain't doing it. Still thinking on it. Ain't nothing he thinking on. She risking a lot being here. Like what? Them other Jewish folk, I guess. This ain't that kind of place, and you ain't that kind of man. You ain't doing it. Yeah, paying a lot for it. How much? She's in it 30 deep. 30,000? What I said. Cookie turns to Jeremiah's body, then back to Montgomery. Whiskey, help me with the cake. She moves to the front door and exits. I love cake. Whiskey exits. Montgomery turns to the body and stares. He leans over and pokes it. Cookie and Whiskey re-enter. Whiskey's carrying a cake with candles. Got 30 candles here. One for each year you've been running the place. How nice. I'm gonna go pack up the computer. Well, uh, ain't you gonna eat first? Well, not with that thing in here, I ain't. You're liable to catch something eating near the dead and, and at least spray something while you're sitting there thinking. Can't have this place reeking of death and the like. She exits. Best come do something with him before we eat. Do what? Well, move him away from the counter, for one. I ain't going anywhere near that thing. You is, or you can get out. You want to move so bad, you go on and do it yourself. I got the beaver. Fine. Doing all the dirty work around here for years, so I quit now. Whiskey moves to Jeremiah's body and takes a deep breath and holds it. He grabs the body and awkwardly begins moving him past the counter toward the stairs. Now, now, now don't be putting him there. Set him upright on that chair. Whiskey shifts around and drags the body to the chair. He sits Jeremiah up in it and moves away. 
He releases his breath and turns to Montgomery. <sighs> Time? Time on what? My breath holding. I ain't keeping track. Got to be some kind of record. Don't bet on it. There's folks been known to hold their breath for days. While dragging a dead thing? I don't rightly know. Hell, you may have yourself a record there, Whiskey. <sighs> uh, it kind of looks uh, kind of like Bobby. No, he don't. In the eyes. Got cookies eye. Don't even look at. Montgomery I don't, turns. I don't see it. Come on, get get closer to it then. I got the beaver. Well, beaver ain't going no place. Come on, look it for a minute. Looks like your boy sitting over here spitting image. Give me that big old honker. Say that. I mean. Shit, that was one of them Jew-hating things she was talking about, huh? My boy ain't sitting no place at all. He's dead. It's only saying. You, you ain't saying nothing. Never have said nothing your whole life. That's you, Whiskey, talking all over and ain't saying a damn thing. Sorry. I don't mean that. You know how I get when Bobby's brought about. He died a hero, Monty. He died a fool. Fighting a fool's war ain't no such thing as heroes no more. Uh, any man go on and fight for his country is a hero in my book. Write whatever book you want. Our war weren't no different. What are you getting at? Just saying. That boy sure did look up to his daddy. You sound like Cookie talking that away. He was trying to make you proud, she says. Wanted to be just like his daddy, she says. Well, well, you know something? I ain't got the time for no one wanting to be like me. Didn't I need to go get myself shot out to make me didn't need to go getting himself shot at to make me proud. You gonna spray or no? I'll spray. Whiskey exit. You hear me, boy? Whiskey re-enters with an aerosol can and begins spraying around the shop. Tell me you ain't grabbed the fresh rain. What of it? Well, it smells like an Amazon whorehouse, that shit. Well, go and get the coconut spice. You keep bossing me around like that, I'm liable to kick rocks. You ain't going no place. Sure shooting. <laughs> Gonna find out one day my ass done disappeared. Families ain't nothing but a puff of smoke. Whiskey exits once more. Cookie appears at the top of the stairs. No one sees her. 
She stares down at Jeremiah's body a moment before wiping her face and walking down to Montgomery. Fresh rain? I done told him already. Good. Hey. Yeah? I've been doing some thinking of my own. You should go on and do it. But you said that I... No, what I said. But now I say different. If she's wanting it so bad, she's going to be paying that much, risking things like that. We could make an exception this one time. We are, after all, in the business of pleasing folks. Whiskey returns with a different aerosol can. I know my fragrances. No, no I, I mean, with the job and all. Thought this wasn't that kind of place. That I wasn't that kind of man. It's my mind. I can change it if I want to. Known each other a long time, and I never known you to switch gears so quick. Well, lots of places closed down out there. Dying County. Yeah. You think they'll all be okay? Think we will? I think it's kind of strange to stuff and treat a dead boy. Yeah, but maybe a new job will, I don't know, make you think new things. But what new things? I, I'm just thinking out loud. What you've been thinking on? Besides you? Always sides me. <laughs> <laughs> this here beaver, almost done on it. Well, the beaver can wait. The boy can't. I can't leave a job that I have done. It's like, I know. But the beaver job done left you a long time ago. Huh. Bet anything, the beaver guy done gone off and died someplace. Now, we don't know that. Well... Good luck getting paid for it. But meanwhile, you got this lady gonna hand you 30,000? Could keep us in business. This you thinking out loud again? This me telling my husband a thing or two. Well, place done been sold already. The place, not the name. We opened somewhere else, someplace Far away. Not too far, damn it. What you up to? Found some pretty nice places down by the coast. Galveston, Corpus. Extra 30,000 make it so we could snatch one up, maybe. How'd you find that? You been jacking around on that internet? Maybe. Be nice to live out on the water again. Rolling waves just far enough to rock you to sleep. Waking up to the sea breeze. Hmm. I know. Just think about it. For me. Look at Sugar Pop. 
I'm almost done on the beaver. Then I can focus on that one. Enough spraying whiskey, you'll, you'll soak the bag. <coughs> Can't be having lunch tasting all tropical. We eat now. Of course we can. Tookie reaches for the sack and begins pulling their respective lunches out. Montgomery finishes on a bit of the beaver before setting his tools down and grabbing his lunch that Cookie laid out for him. They all begin unwrapping their sandwiches and eating them. Whiskey turns to the body as he eats. Man, this is weird. Uh, sandwich tasting funny. I, I told you you sprayed too much. Oh, you're staring at us all like that while we're sitting here eating it. Creeping me out. I'm going to cover his face. Whiskey takes the sack and moves to Jeremiah's body. Don't. Uh, it's just, uh, I'm going to be reusing that bag there for packing. Thought you said you was done. Odds and ends. Bring the bag back and don't look back at him. It bothers you so much. Fine. Whiskey moves back to the counter and sets down the bag. You think he should do it, Whiskey? Pig's ass pork? Shit. I'd do a hell of a lot more for a hell of a lot less. You're outnumbered. Wh whiskey don't count. And even if he did, it don't matter. I'm the judge around here, and what I say goes. I think I want to be mounted when I die. Yep. Stuff my ass, string me up someplace, a bottle in one hand, and a cigar in the other, and big old smile on my face. Yeah, and... Put a radio with Skinner playing. Yeah, what you think? Simple man or, or uh, Tuesday's gone? Ain't no one gonna stuff you. Why the hell no? Well, you ain't got the money for one, and guys like us ain't meant to be mounted. Well, ain't no different from this boy here. The hell we ain't. I bet Bobby would have liked mounted. Shut up. Just saying. You ain't saying shit. What you think, Cookie? Think Bobby would have wanted something like that? Bobby wasn't one for wanting much. Supposing he was. Bobby wanted the same thing his daddy did. To be a minor? To be honored. Not this again. See how your shit starts? He didn't start nothing, wasn't already there. I don't want to talk about this, but not while I'm eating. I've never talked about it before. I ain't expecting no different now. Yes, you is. You just like whiskey. Thinking just because some dead boy be sitting in that chair over there, I'm going to open up and express myself. Well, I ain't. I done said what's been said on the matter, and I ain't talking about it no more. After all this time, 
I ain't running to nothing gonna change my mind on it. Don't matter if it's a dead boy or not. Bobby should have been there. You were there once. He shouldn't have been there. I, I had no choice, but he did. He chose to honor his family and country. Didn't need no more honoring. The fine, just the way we was. So you one thing, what if I could have gone over there, hide you bastard, wouldn't have known what hit him, which could come a hollering. But you didn't holler. I didn't either. Like I said, ain't no more heroes left in this world. All there is is, is boys like this one here trying to be, and they get themselves dead doing it. Bobby's no different. All the while, guys like us cling on to something that ain't there. They were waiting for our ticket that's long overdue. Montgomery moves away from the counter and towards the door. Where are you going? For a walk. Done lost my damn appetite, all this gun flapping. Montgomery spins his wheelchair around and backs up into the door, pushing it open and exits. Oh, I didn't mean for all that. I know, Whiskey. He just upset right now. About the shop closing? About a lot of things. Things he ain't got off his chest quite yet. You won't, I can go talk to him. Only one person he needs talking to right now. Neither one of us is it. He ever tell you how he got in that chair? Snake bite. Black mumbo when, when you two was on safari. You, you ripped his head off though, right? That's what he likes to tell people. Bobby did it. Bobby did it? What I said. Bobby bit him? He was after Bobby enlisted. We was driving up to Colorado to see Monty's sister. He and Bobby came to arguing something fierce. And Monty pulled over, got out. What? To fight. To fight, Bobby? I tried to stop him. But I ain't no one to stop two bears from squabbling over honey. Bobby pushed him and he, and he fell off that bridge down into the ravine. Worst thing I ever saw. Bobby walked to the nearest bus station while the EMT and I took Monty down to the hospital. Lucky to be alive he was. They never spoke after that. I, I even up until... Bobby died. Yeah. But you can keep on believing that safari story. Gone so much now, even he does. Cookie starts for the stairs. Whiskey picks up the sack. I ain't gonna be needing this. Cookie turns back to him, then looks back at Jeremiah's body. 
There's a lot no one alive knows about Monty. And he's still got plenty more to say to the dead. She exits up the stairs. Whiskey drops the sack and turns to the body. He slowly moves to it. He reaches out and touches Jeremiah's dead face, then pulls back quick. He leans in close and peers into Jeremiah's eyes. He waves his hand back and forth in front of the dead boy's face. Uh, I'm real sorry you're, you're dead like this. Janice enters through the front door, but Whiskey doesn't notice her. Janice turns to him as he continues staring at Jeremiah's body. Are you alone? That fucking shit! Oh, it's you! For a second there, I, I, I thought... Montgomery around? Uh, he's... I need to sit down. No, 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 no not at the moment. Anything I can help you with? I'll wait for Montgomery, thank you. She moves to Jeremiah's body and Whiskey moves to the counter. Found the lagoon, I reckon. I did. She made Ida? I did. Tell her I sent you. I didn't. She was uh, too busy with the newspaper to pay me adequate attention. Uh, old lighter and a crosswords. She keeps stack of old newspapers in the back room there, so she always has one on deck. That's so. Say, so, you, you you want something to eat? He picks up Montgomery's half-eaten sandwich and raises it in Janice's direction. Uh, still some good pickings off here. Nah, I don't eat meat. What, what, what you mean you don't eat meat? I just don't. Uh, you sick? I'm a vegetarian. Like lettuce and stuff. And stuff. Wow. A lettuce-eating Jew. You sure are rarity around here. Shit. Oh, there I go again with that anti-sentiment stuff. And yeah. Hope you understand. I, I don't really mean any kind of hate and all that. It's it just a... That Hitler fellow was a big pile of shit. Okay. I, I just get sighted, all. Yeah, so I've gathered. I like the way you talk. Janice pulls out her phone and works on it. I asked some. What what happens at them uh, chupacabra places? What? The Jewish funeral type stuff he was on about. Well, when you took that thing or your boy away from. 
חברה קדישה. אפשר להגיד? חברה קדישה. Those are the ones responsible for seeing that the deceased are prepared the way they're supposed to be. Like washing stuff. You, you, you said washing before. And stuff, yes. Mitzvot. How's that? Mitzvot, customs. Mitzvot. Very good. What else? Well, there's the tearing and the El Malay Rahamim, the Kaddish, and the Nihu Mavalim. Then after everything, the Shiva. What's that? Immediate family stays put in the same house for seven days. I didn't understand most of what you just said, but I know good and damn well I wouldn't last seven days in the same house and my kin would be out of each other's throats and 15 minutes tops. <laughs> I couldn't either. Uh, we also cover the mirrors. What for? Y'all saint like vampires or something. <laughs> That's why you took your boy away like you did, huh? So you didn't have to like shiv with nobody? That's part of it. Bet you right down pissed off all those people who was going to shiv with, right? Shiva. Shiva. Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm sure they understand. They don't. They've been calling me nonstop. On that little phone you got? Yes. See, that, that's why I, I don't bother with them things. Never really understood why someone want to be bothered all the damn time. Does get awfully annoying sometimes. I lost someone too, you know. My Shirley. Sorry. I mean, she had a coming and all, you know, all locked up like she was. But truth be told, I was in your shoes. I'd be doing the same thing you is. Has Montgomery reached a conclusion yet? Huh? Is he done thinking? Never really tell him. Don't worry, though. Monty always makes up his mind with like sometime or another. Well, he won't be having another, so I hope for his sake he's made it up by now. It's quite the elusive man, your boss. Boss? <laughs> Monty ain't no boss of mine. Any relation? Nuh-uh. No blood between Monty and me. I mean, we're like brothers and all, but... We ain't be kin. Met and I am. How was that? It was Nam. Apologies. I'm not sure why I asked that. I'm just being conversational. I hated it. Hated from the get-go. The draft, leaving town, getting shot at all the damn time. You don't need to talk about it if you don't really want to. Monty loved it, though. 
thinking he was some kind of Superman running around over there, damn near got himself killed a bunch of times. Love playing hero, that one. At least that's what he would say. All this talk about honor and duty and whatnot. I pulled him out of minefield. Yeah, got all strung up inside that thing and didn't know which way was up. One false move, man, and bam, nothing but dust. How were you able to get him out safely? My tracking skills. Thing is, he was mad at me for it. How so? Said ain't no sense in both of us getting all blowed up and the thing and talking about how much the done screwed up and got herself all tripped up with mimes and that you weren't no else responsibility and that was between him and God and won't learn sacred. I don't know. I think Mona's always had a death wish. I think he done let go a long time ago. Just ain't hit the ground yet. Anyway, spent most of my time since then just taking care of his crazy ass. How things change. Ain't nothing changed. Do you have children, Mr. Whiskey? Kinda, sorta. Got me a, a daughter, but she don't want to be seeing me no more. She, she lives up in Maine now, I think. I'm sorry. It's fine. You must miss her terribly. <sighs> yeah. You ever try and find her? I ain't got, ain't got the money to be doing shit like that. And even if I, I don't know if she'd even take me. What happened? You want some cake? Are you having a party? Sort of. Cook got it for Monkey and one candle for every year of being in the big cheese around here since his daddy passed. My son died a week before his birthday. Ain't that the pits? We were um we were planning his bar mitzvah. When the boys turn 13, they become uh, responsible for their own actions. Like Man, like, uh, like he's about to become a man? Sort of, yeah. They look at Jeremiah. After a moment, Whiskey moves to the cake and removes some candles and takes out a lighter from his pocket. He lights the remaining 13 candles. I mean, I ain't Jewish or nothing, but 
I don't think this cake is, uh, what do you say, kosher? Is that it, kosher? Yes. See, I knew that one. But I don't think you got to be Jewish to know it. No boy should have to die before they've been made a man. No. They shouldn't. You won't. I can sing a little something. I carry a tune about as good of a no harm fellow as supermarket, but I can give it a shout. It's quite all right. I don't think he'll be able to hear it anyway. I like to think he can. They wait. Janice looks down at the cake, then up at the ceiling. She looks back down and blows the candles out. Say, so, you ever have a smoothie? Cookie enters from the top of the stairs. She sees Janice. You must be the mother. Janice Rothstein. Oh, Rothstein. Fancy name you got there. People just call me Cookie. Eat a lot of them, do you? How's that now? Uh, oh, I didn't mean, I'm just curious about your nickname. No, I, I don't. I got the sugar blood. What? Diabetes. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's all right. And what is it that you do around here? Odds and ends, run the books and such. Cookie's the headliner of the world show around here, but Monty Tinker, sure, but there's one who do damn near everything else. Mm. And how are the books these days? Oh, been better, but been worse. Just another day so I can see it. Now, that is one gorgeous dress. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Where'd you find something so fancy like that? Uh, Parsons. Oh, they just opened one down Hazel. You go there often? Nah, that place too rich for my blood. Uh, mm. Thought about stopping in a few times just to see, you know, but uh, I, I don't really have time for fancy things anymore. Oh, there's always time for fancy things. Well, for you, maybe. Janice fishes through her purse and removes a coupon. She hands it to Cookie. What's this now? A $20 coupon. Um, good for anything in the store. Oh, I can't accept this. It's I, yours. I insist. You, you need it more than I do. Oh. I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. Thank you, Mrs. Rothstein. Oh, call me Janice. Janice. Uh, might I ask what happened with your husband? Beg pardon? I presume he wasn't always in a wheelchair? Oh, no, it was well after the war. Oh, how did it happen? Snake bite, on safari, paralyzing from the waist down. And what is it you do? Days and teeth. What? Dentistry. I, I'm a dentist. 
fancy. <laughs> That's why come you're able to throw all the money at my money like that. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I, I'm in the wrong line of work. That, that 30,000, is that one job? Well, you clean a few molars, pop a couple crowns in, and it's straight to the bank? Not, not exactly. I, um... Hey, uh, say, I, I got a nasty old pain in, in the back of my mouth that kicks in after about, like, four or five beers. You know, it's like, uh, uh, see, uh, say it, say it. Oh, careful now, Whiskey. She's going to charge you a thousand just for a peek. I'm not a dentist anymore. At least I don't think so. I don't know. I I drained it all after I took Jeremy. All my accounts, everything. Shit. I'm nothing. I have nothing. Just my Jeremy. She looks at Jeremiah's body, and Cookie does too. Fine looking boy you have there. Thank you. Do you and Montgomery have any children? No. Uh, we we had a son, but he's gone now. I'm sorry. Thank you for the coupon. He really is quite handsome. <laughs> he takes after his father. They like to do that, don't they? They stare at the body as Montgomery enters backwards through the front door. They all turn to him and watch as he moves to the counter, back to the beaver, never once acknowledging them. He begins working on the beaver some more. Janice clears her throat in an attempt to get his attention. Afternoon, Mrs. Rothstein. I take it you found the motel okay? Hello, Montgomery. I did. I booked a room for the evening for a start. I'm more than prepared to do more. I uh, just got to finish this here beaver. And what of my Jeremy? I ain't doing your boy. I beg pardon? Marty. I thought we had an arrangement. We didn't. Only one I got is to this here beaver. Uh, shall I show you the cash once more? No need. Marty, do you know what it is you're saying? Pretty sure I'm saying no. But don't you think we should talk about this a bit more before you go off and dig your boots in the dirt? Listen to your wife. I always have. Ain't these boxes telling you nothing? Guns and stuff is dead. Ain't no thing gonna prove otherwise. I'm proving otherwise. You're proving you can't let go. I can and will. Soon as I'm done with this here beaver, that is. But my son, me. Your boy needs to be laid to rest properly. Don't need to be strung up someplace so as you can forget he's gone. It isn't about me forgetting. It's about honoring. Better ways to do it. Cheaper ones, too. Now, I'm sorry if you feel I've been leading you on today. Uh, truly, I am. Forty. What? Forty thousand for Jeremy. No.
Tommy, you sure you know what you're doing? Good and damn well. What's 50000 gonna bring me that I ain't already got? And is it worth getting on the wrong side of all your rituals and stuff? Them, them uh, chubacabra people? Shiva Kadisha. How's that? Shiva Kadisha. Yeah, uh, them. And whatever version of whatever kind of god you pray to. I ain't no expert on certain matters, but I'm pretty sure you can't buy your way out of bad juju. Bonnie, I gotta step in here now. You ain't thinking this all the way through. There's no juju here, sir. I assure you, the customs are just that. God has nothing to do with our arrangement. Oh, I know. There ain't no God involved in anything you want done to that poor boy of yours. I am desperate. You're leaving. Look at me, Mr. Crane. I need you to look at me. You know the pain I feel. Huh? You know about the unspoken words, the moments forever lost in time. What you going on about? The, the, what's she going on about? I... You telling her our business? And you, you. Me? You want to see your daughter again, yes? Um, I mean, uh, uh, I'll give you whatever you need to make that happen. I ain't the one you need making these deals with. I know, people. I can set you up with the best investigative services there are. Then travel, expenses, you name it. I don't know. Don't you want to at least know she's safe? What if you're a grandfather? Help your friend make the best decision. That's for everyone. You can't be buying your way back into that girl's life. I leave for two goddamn minutes and y'all all over here spouting our history like she got some kind of claim to it. You you think you know you th a thing or two now, huh? Think you can use all of that to your advantage? I don't... I don't follow. I think you followed just fine. Follow my friend and wife around here, getting them to think this this whole thing's a good idea. Enough, Mike. Enough what? Enough of you making decisions that affect everyone around you without talking to them first. Enough of you not talking. Talking just fine now. And I'm telling you, I ain't doing it. Think, think of what we could do. We could, we could go someplace else, do something else. On the back of a dead boy. And supposing we do open up somewhere else, stick around for just a bit longer. That's all it'll be, just a bit. We're done, sugar pop. Janice exits. No one knows what to say nor where to look. They toss a few glances over at Jeremiah every now and again. Janice re-enters with the briefcase and now a large duffel bag. She drops both on the floor. <laughs> there. What? There's about 
$80,000 in there, give or take. It's yours. Holy shit. This is everything, all I have, just so you know how important this is to me. How many people in this town alone would do well with that kind of money? You're leaving here with what? Montgomery looks to Cookie, to Whiskey, back to Cookie, then to Jeremiah. It's going to get right awful messy. I understand. You best hang out at the lagoon until it's, it's all said and done. I will. Montgomery slowly moves to Jeremiah. He gets in close. He reaches out to Jeremiah and touches his face. And for the first time in maybe his whole life, Montgomery cries. <laughs> I can't. My boy. My sweet baby boy. Look at him. This ain't gonna fix you. You understand? I think we both could learn a thing or two from all of this. Oh, which is? There ain't no sense in preserving the things that shouldn't be. He goes back to the counter collecting himself. Thanks for bringing him by. Enjoy the rest of your day. Janice drops to her knees. I'm still responsible. Whiskey. Help Mrs. Rothstein put Jeremy back in her car. Took him in her just fine before. That was before. Fine. Whiskey moves to Jeremiah's body, but Janice stops him. Don't you dare. Whiskey backs away and Janice turns back to Jeremiah's body. This pain, Mr. Gray. Yeah. I'll always carry it, won't I? Every day. They both stare at Jeremiah's body. Janice leans into Jeremiah and caresses his face. Montgomery throws Whiskey a nod. Whiskey slowly moves to Jeremiah's body takes a deep breath and lifts him. Janice slowly rises and follows Whiskey out the door. She turns back to Montgomery as Whiskey exits. I don't know what to do. I'm sure you'll figure it out. We all got to at some point. Janice exits. Cookie walks up to the door, watching her go. And just like that. I'm sorry, Cookie. Okay. It was just a job. So that's it then? For the shop anyway. 
I'll go bring some stuff down. Wait. What? You, you wanna talk? Do you? Figures. Hold on now. Been holding on too long. What? Nothing. What is it? Something I, I want to give you. What? Come see. Cookie waits a bit, then moves to the counter. What you got? Montgomery removes the picture and hands it to her. Was going to save it for our anniversary. But I'll think of something else. Is this? Stole it before the war. For I forgot to tell you about it after. <laughs> you know, I looked for this picture for about two weeks straight after you left. That right. <laughs> Tore the whole upstairs apart. That picture's what kept me alive. Last I checked, this ain't the thing pulled you out of that minefield. <laughs> Montgomery turns to where Whiskey left. No. Suppose it ain't. You okay? There's still a lot left I got to tell you. I know. I ain't all the way right yet. Not yet. I know. I'm not either. He wasn't ready. They never are. No. I think we're gonna be okay. Without the shock and all? I think so, too. Cookie leans in and kisses him. Happy anniversary. Early. <laughs> Love you, sugar pop. Uh, sorry, it ain't a house on the water. One day. <laughs> yeah. One day. Cookie brings the picture close to her chest. She goes behind the counter and brings out a small stool. She stands on it and reaches up for the mounted white tail. Montgomery turns to her. What you doing? Well, I figured I'd bring this down. Have whiskey box it up. Leave it. I reckon that smoothie guy could use something like that. You think? Yeah. Cookie gets down from the stool and turns to exit up the stairs. Oh, and, and hey. Yeah? That um, computer yours. What about it? Can you use it to read up on on Jewish things, like, like 
on that internet? Reckon so. Okay. Cookie waits a moment as if expecting her husband to say more, but she exits. Montgomery watches her leave, then turns back to the beaver. He begins working on it a bit more as whiskey enters and lets out his breath. Chime? Chime? About a minute, give or take. Shit. Beat my own record. <laughs> yeah. Gonna pack up. Say. Yeah. I never said thank you. Montgomery points to the gavel. You want to take that down? <laughs> well, don't look at me all slack-jawed. Things got to come down. Yeah, you ain't playing? Whiskey, half giddy, goes for the gavel and takes it down. Well, uh, ever than I thought it would be. How about you hang on to it oh, for a while? Molly, I, I, I can't. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Looks like right good in your hand like that. You think? Lot of history with that thing. I know. <laughs> they ain't been fired in. Oh, Lord knows how long. Now, take a couple of shells uh, out of the counter there. What? You heard me. Without hesitation, Whiskey goes for a box of shells and exits. Montgomery continues working on the beaver. After a bit, he stops, lets out a deep breath. I finished it, Bobby. I finished. Montgomery sets his tools down. The job done. Blackout. Oh, wow, guys. Everybody, uh, turn on your video and your... your uh, Microphones. Oh, my mascara is running. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. This play, this play. Jordan, really, it's just, it's just magnificent. Thank you so much. And y'all did, that was, that was lovely. That was absolutely uh, Thank It's you. okay, technical difficulties aside, we always have them. <laughs> Maybe um, Tori can do the end. Pick up the end again and. No, it's okay. Well, we'll do it offline because I'll I have most of it. I I'll just I'll just do your voice. Yeah, it was just like the last page. Oh yeah, sorry. Here I'll. Yeah, AJ. Uh huh. I don't think they were like 
horrible, like ruined the whole play, but I had a couple of fumbles. It's fine. I'll edit them out. Oh, okay. Oh, it, no. Who didn't? Good. <laughs> yeah, I had a few times I said my line and, and then I hear other people saying it after me. Yeah, you got frozen a couple of times. You were frozen, Tori, yeah. yeah, just a few times. The joys of Zoom, the, the joys of Zoom productions. <laughs> but the show goes on. So. That's because we don't have Hollywood money to be doing our tech for us. <laughs> <laughs> the entire tech department. Right. <laughs> and we tried to change the word from shotgun to gun in, in the beginning, so this would be the gavel. Right. <laughs> Wow. Heather, what did you think? You're coming to it fresh. Tamara? I am coming to it fresh. So, uh, you know, other than the technical glitches, I didn't see any problems. I thought it was just, just really beautiful readings, each of you. Um, Jordan, a wonderful script. I, there was one moment where I thought, oh, maybe I have feedback here, but, but then that moment, moment kind of just went, went on and, and really worked. So, Thank you so much. Thanks. Tamara, you still have your background from two nights ago, from a, a I know. week ago. Yeah, I was just noticing that. Plus I'm having other issues. So I'm just going to, I'm here, but I'm, my video's off. But um, uh, yeah, no, it was, um, it was very intriguing with some, you know, heavy stuff with the uh, dealing with, you know, how you deal with death, how you feel responsible and all that stuff. So a lot of, a lot of good, uh, themes going on there and serious emotions and uh, some moral quandaries. Mm. Yeah. It's a cornucopia. <laughs> cornucopia of moral quandaries. I've said this before, it's a, it's a play of two halves, right? So you have the happy half, the laughing half, and then all of a sudden something comes in to change that, right? And then Janice shows up. With a dead body, <laughs> as one does. I bring in a dead body and bring it all down. We said bring your own bottle. <laughs> it's not BYO Bob. No. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, do you want to tell anybody um, who's here and will be watching the recording about, uh, about uh, the type of playwriting that you like to uh, do and, 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 and and what you'll be pursuing after this? Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm assuming that was that was to, me. Uh, to Jordan. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just just making sure because I'm curious to hear everyone's answer to that. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know, the the Southern Gothic genre is something that's always excited me. Um, you know, and something that I felt I think from my own writing the most at home with. Uh, so that's sort of kind of you know every now and again i'll you know i'll stretch out with that and sort of you know try to do something that's you know you know a little bit more uncomfortable for me uh it's crazy i sort of i i have the level of comfort in the macabre you know and 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 i just sort of exist in that in that in that place uh but yeah i mean this particular play this is the first this is a one act this is the first one act i ever i ever wrote um and you know getting the opportunity to not only uh, hear it uh uh you know again um but also to uh, expand on it you know and turn it into into a full length was was great so for this particular play 
I now have a, a, a new a new full link that I you know I'm going to be continuing to uh, revise and you know send out and 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 all, and all these other sorts of things. So um, yeah, and I, I can't I can't be grateful for, for for this experience. So thank y'all so much, every single one of y'all. Um, it was it was really really fantastic. And I, 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 yeah, I just I have I have no words. It was just really great. Thank you. Yeah, great. The most modern representation of the um, Southern Gothic style probably would be like American Horror Story. Yeah. Um, then the Witches series, that would probably, that to me is the closest uh, representation I can, I can claim. Although it has its roots um, going back to Tennessee Williams and um, mm -hmm. even farther, for sure. Right. Wonderful. Well, thank you guys so much. Well, thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll see you again next week when we take on a brand new play. Thanks for coming on, Heather. Thank you. Yeah. Lovely hey, working with fun. all of you. Thank you, Jordan. Thank nice, you, AJ. Wonderful play, Jordan. Thanks so much yeah. for, for that gift. I said it's exactly what, what a pleasure to work with such a wonderful cast and director and writer. Wow. Yeah, thanks for writing such great stage directions for me to read because we know it's all about <laughs> The stage direction. It is. It is and you did a wonderful job. As well. <laughs> I enjoyed the stage directions. <laughs> okay, bye. All Thank right, guys. You. Good night. Thank bye -bye. you. Good night. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information about quarantine players, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash quarantine players. As Shakespeare said in Julius Caesar, if we do meet again, why, we shall smile. If not, why then, this parting was well made.